Welcome back to His Call, My Purpose. Today's word of the week is prayer. This came about because we had our annual meeting for our region, um, American Baptist Churches of Los Angeles, um, Southwest, and Hawaii. I think I probably left somebody out. But the theme was prayer illusion, so prayer revolution. And it got me to thinking about how we spend our time or how we we process prayer. And I don't know if the right word is process. But I'm going to start where revelation came to me just a little over five years ago of how what we do, what we read, and what we understand are all different. And so... I have grown up, and it's not to say that it's bad or, or it's it's wrong and we're doing something that is very, you know, we need to, you know, it's blasphemy against Christ and all that. But we grew up saying the Lord's Prayer. And we call it the Lord's Prayer. But when I went back and I actually studied and or read it for myself, the scripture text does not say that we should pray this. Um, If we go back and see, that's why, again, when you look at, um, how can I say it? Uh, Versions, versions um, of the Bible text and how it is written, it, it sometimes, um, how does, how do you say uh, changes? from one to the other as far as um, how it is written or how it is interpreted and written. So um, I'm going to read so that I always love to read so that um, there's no misunderstanding or that it is taken that um, it is my word. Um, And I'm going to start. It's in Matthew 6. And I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to start at verse six because he's talking to the disciples and it says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy father, which is in secret and thy father, which sees this in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathens do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking, but not be not ye therefore like unto them for your father knoweth the things that ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore pray ye our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then it goes on, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The key thing is, um, after this manner, therefore pray ye, um, that's the part that, that is the the part that I read was the King James version. If we go down and we look at the NLT in verse seven, it says, 
um, verse 9. That's the verse that really caught me. Um, I'll go back to 8 because he says, Don't be like them, for the Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask. Verse 9 starts like off with pray like this. And that's what caught me. Because it doesn't say pray this. It says pray like this. And in this, Jesus is talking to the disciples, as you, you heard me say, and he's teaching them what they should do. Um, not or how they should do it. So he's teaching them that prayer is important and that when you pray, don't pray like this. Don't pray like those who pray out in the open and those who pray for those to see them and acknowledge their prayer and to say, oh, that is an amazing prayer. Oh, that is a good prayer. Now, let me go back for a second. I don't believe the scripture text is telling you not to pray openly. But with what heart and why are you praying? Are you praying so that others see you? Because there's a difference between praying so others see you versus praying so others hear you. So there are times where we go in and we intercede on the behalf of others. Or there is somebody that has come and is asking for prayer. That's not what I believe that he is saying in this instance. He's saying, don't be like hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the streets and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I read that verbatim for verse five in the NLT version of Matthew chapter six. Basically, he's saying, don't pray so that you can be seen. Don't pray so for others to see that you are praying. Don't say, look, I said I pray. Boom. Look at me. I'm praying. It It, it is with the wrong heart. Um, he, he's telling you, go away, go by yourself, shut the door, pray to your father in private, meaning that you know, others don't have to see you pray. Don't do it boastfully for the accolades of the fact that you pray. Um, it does not mean that, oh, prayer is a secret. Some people take it as if, oh, this is something that is just, you know, what you pray for can be just between you and God, but prayer and the, the, um, obedience in praying does not mean that you can't have others pray. Um, see you pray. Um, I believe that when Jesus went on, um, when he was in when he was with the disciples in his last hours and he went away to pray, he told his disciples to sit here because he had to go to the father and discuss some stuff that was heavy on his heart that he wanted the father to remove from him. But the father did not remove it because he knew he had to do it. But he was like, if it be your will, could you please remove this cup from me? So the, the disciples, I believe, were in, I'm going to say in earshot, maybe not, but because what I'm saying is when he came back down, he said, could you not stay awake for one minute? Like, could you not, you fell asleep. Why are you asleep? Could you not keep watch? Even if they had been awake, even if they had got kept watch, Judas and the others would have came. That's not what he was saying. But basically, I believe he was saying in this hour, in this season, something is about to happen and you're going to miss it because you sleep. Okay. He knew they would go to sleep. He knew they wouldn't stay awake. But the fact is, sometimes when we go, we, we, we just set ourselves apart. Because sometimes things are just between you and the Father. And, and I don't know between you and I. I don't think I do. 
I don't think I pray different. Well, yes, I do pray differently when I'm in private in my prayer space than when I'm with others. The meaning why I don't, when you, I believe when you set yourself apart and you go away and you pray, you're not worried about who's looking at you. You're not worried about how you look. You're not worried about how you sound. You're not worried about how you articulate things. You are just going to the Father and however you sound, however you say it, however it comes out, you know that God understands and that you're not being judged by what you say and how you look because you could be sitting on that floor or in that chair or on that couch snotting and crying and you know that God doesn't care because he knows the pain, the joy, the emotion that you are feeling in that moment. And he understands all of that. So what I'm saying is he is telling them this because there are those that are out there doing such. And he's saying, don't be like that. That does not bring me, that does not honor me. That does not, you know, even though they probably don't understand. Okay. Let's just say that does not honor the father. They don't understand that he and the father are one. And he's talking about, don't do this. And, and it's amazing that the disciples, when you st- when you read and really read, it is like these 12 people had the amazing opportunity to walk this earth with Jesus, to learn everything firsthand. So any mistakes and any corrections that were made, they were made by Jesus Christ. Just think about that. And so when he's telling them this, he's not telling them this just because. And so when you look at and you break this down, it is like recognizing who God is. It is not just let me say that because a lot of times, think about it. When we say things and we say things out of repetition, are you really thinking about what it means? Because when you say our father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. Do you really, do you really think about that? Do you, or do you just go on? Cause again, we say our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. We, sometimes when you're ready to go to bed, you say that so fast. It's like, did you say everything? Did you, amen. Okay. I check. I said my prayers. Jesus knew, I believe he knew then what we would do now with that. And as he's left that record, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it is not okay to say that. I'm saying when you pray and you grow and mature in your faith, that prayer needs to get deeper. You need to recognize and, and really um, honor and, 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 and what's the word? Submit and uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Um, it, I'm saying recognize, but not, that's not it. Um, just acknowledge who he is, his sovereignty, his amazing power of that, of his name, just his name alone, because it says, do not take the Lord's name in vain. Like that name is powerful, powerful. And then when we keep going and we say, may your kingdom come soon and may your will be done on earth that don't gloss over that. You are acknowledging that he is in a kingdom. He is in a space where it is amazing. And you're asking for that same amazing opportunity, space, um, community, relationship, 
be done on earth as it is in heaven, like that which he is experiencing, that which we read about that it is like in heaven, can that be here right now on earth as it is in heaven? And then to be in awe and amaze. And so as you go on and as you read, I just ask that you would just read the scripture text and just and just listen to what God is saying. Don't pass by it. Don't rush by it. Don't do that. Take that and go back to Matthew 6 and read it again. And then let me know your thoughts. His, and, and so as I, as I close always, I will say, real talk, real life.